It's easy to get caught up in what you're doing, buried in projects, tasks, commitments. It's overwhelming. Remember that productivity isn't the goal, but an imperfect means of measurement. Give yourself the space to simply be mostly productive and supercharge your success. I'm Matt Anderson, and let's explore this idea a bit more. Well, hello. There's a lesson I learned at a fairly young age from Bob Wiley. And if that name doesn't ring a bell, Bob Wiley is the titular Bob from What About Bob, the early 90s movie starring Bill Murray. And the lesson that I learned from Bob is that it takes a lot of work to do the things you don't like. But in the long run, it can really pay off. And it doesn't matter if you've seen the movie or not. There's a lesson in this that we can all take and that sometimes being productive is about doing something that you don't like. So first thing that comes up is why would you actively take on something you don't like? And I think first and foremost with that, when you dream big, there's a lot to do. And Naturally, as part of that, there will be things out of the overall process that you just don't like doing. Some of it, sure, you'll like. And even if you really care about the goal, you're passionate about the goal, you're excited for what it'll mean, not everything along the way is going to get you excited or make you happy or ready for that next thing. Some of it is just drudgery. I'm a video game player and I think about, you know, trying to grind levels for a character to be able to, you know, improve skills through the game and it's just having to commit that time, commit that energy to doing that grunt work. And you know, in the real world there is that same concept and in the real world it's arguably more beneficial because it's not just a uh, pretend video game where that grinding is leveling you up, but you're literally leveling up some of yourself in what you're doing. Now, not everything you don't like is really leveling you up in that way, but sometimes it is just part of the path that you end up having to follow. And in this, there are a few foundations that I use, and I try to categorize these and think through not only what the right approach is or what the right foundation is, but in what combination as I'm going toward a goal, when I encounter something that I don't like, how am I going to work with it and how am I going to go through it? So these basic ideas are, well, there's some terms that I've heard put on these before that I like to use. And if you end up doing a web search, you can find these out there as well. But the, the names of these foundations are eating the elephant, eating the frog, and deciding to eat something else. So in this episode, I'm going to go through what each of these mean for me and also a little bit of a, what I see as being a good fit for these and where I see some of the bad fits or the potential fit pitfalls for these can lay. Eating the elephant. How do you eat an elephant? 
one little bite at a time. Elephants are big. In one sitting, you can't eat an elephant, but over time, given manageable bites, and remembering it's a metaphor and we're not actually eating an elephant here, you can eat an entire elephant. The elephant represents that big thing that you want to do, and there's lots of little pieces along the way, or maybe it's just one target you're going toward. This is one step in the process of that overall goal, but it takes a lot of sustained effort and work to do it. That is the elephant. And eating it one little bite at a time, well, using the what about Bob references, Bob Wiley would view these as baby steps, setting small, reasonable goals. Over time, you get there. So for me, a personal story, this is the approach that I used toward weight loss. Not going into a ton of detail over this, but I was considerably heavier at one point in my life. And through the research that I'd done, you know, trying to not only lose weight, but keep it off sustainably over time meant that the approach was going to be a slow and steady. It wasn't losing huge amounts at one time. I was looking at trying to lose, uh, even though it was a large amount of weight, I was going to lose a little bit and monitor that over the course of each week. And it worked well for me. I mean, that was well over a decade at this point, and I've been able to keep within a you know pretty reasonable range And I contribute that in no small part to the fact that I had just these small targets over time. And if I find myself creeping up, you know, adding a few pounds around the holidays or a certain time of year or that kind of thing, I can just refocus on some of those little bites. So this is a good fit for goals that aren't particularly urgent. If it's something that has to be done tomorrow, It doesn't matter how small a bites you're taking, you're not going to eat the whole elephant in that time. It's also good for things where you can monitor the progress over time in some way, shape, or form and be able to sustain what you're doing and not get bored, forget about it, kind of lose your way. If you have some sort of way to look at that over time, that can be very helpful, which means there is a need for something that can be concrete, uh, even in those little bites that you're taking. You need to be able to define what the bite is. And the other thing this is good for is things where you can align to an existing habit that you have or build or manipulate a habit that you're working on. what, which on the flip side, as you look at what this is bad for, it's bad for doing too many of these at the same time concurrently because it really taps into any resolve that you have in trying to do that. These are the types of goals that take discipline over time. And if you stack up too many of those things at the same time, it just becomes difficult to stick with it. So, you know, bad fit for those types of things. It's also rough if you try to do it with a more nebulous goal. You want to have something more concrete that you're tying this to. The next item is eating the frog. Eat the frog first, otherwise it will eat you. 
What this really means is just get it done. Get the thing done so it doesn't hang over you all day or all week or all month or all whenever. For me, I look at like mandatory trainings in work. I always want to get those cleared off of my plate as soon as I possibly can. I don't want to let it slip off my radar and bite me later where I get the nasty gram saying, hey, you didn't complete your required training. Even if it's a silly thing, I know that it's going to be more of a hassle later if I need to try to force that in somewhere because I'm not excited about the mandatory trainings I eat that frog right away. Another example for me where I use that approach is around stuff at home, like around the house. And I think of shutting off the water to outside pipes before the winter comes. I really focus on prioritizing this early because the downside of waiting too long on that, even though I probably could wait longer, is a bursted pipe having to shut off the water, call an emergency plumber, all those kind of things. I, and that's just way more hassle than I want to deal with. So eating the frog can be a good fit for those box checking type of exercises, the mandatory trainings and so forth that I was talking about. Also a good fit for the things that ha- carry that sense of doom that sits behind them. If you just like, I, I love getting that burden lifted off of me. And if it's something tangible that I can, you know, complete, check off the list and truly be done with so I don't have to worry about it anymore, giddy up. And then the other good fit is if something does require urgent completion, I, I'm in a pre-sales role where I put together presentations And for that, there's a certain level of urgency that comes with it. I like to get a lot of those core building blocks, the foundations laid for those presentations early on. I eat the frog with those as early in the process as I possibly can, which saves me a lot of kind of mental anguish later on. There's nothing worse than trying to put those foundations in place at the last minute. Um, So... Uh, Those are some things that I find it to be a good fit for. Uh, Something where eating the frog is a bad fit in particular is something that doesn't have a clear definition of done. If you're going to prioritize some sort of task or some sort of target and it doesn't have a clear definition of what done is going to be, you know, you spend two hours researching something and you've can feel like, well, I'm no further along. It's still sitting open. I'm going to have to put more time to do this on my calendar for tomorrow or for next week or whatever that is. That's a bad target for this because at that point you haven't actually eaten the frog. You've just, I don't know, danced around with it or something. I don't know what that metaphor would be, but it's a bad fit if there is no good definition of done. The third foundation, and this one really breaks down into two main categories, is deciding to eat something else. And those two main categories are, is this a uh, eating something else temporarily or eating something else permanently? And in that temporary category, I think of things where you have control over timing 
great example here. You ever brush your teeth and then drink orange juice right after you've done that? That taste of the otherwise usually pretty good, sweet, a little bit you know, sour orange juice, it's usually great, but right after you brush your teeth, that is a terrible thing to do. Like I, I just never like putting myself through that, right? And there are those types of tasks where you can, if you stack them right up next to each other, they just cause more misery than you need to have. And identifying how to be able to split up those things that don't make sense when you're doing them together can really help to improve your overall you know, productivity and just overall sense of satisfaction in, the, in doing those things that you don't like to do. An example of this for me is back-to-back meetings that get scheduled where I can't kind of process what I just went through or think through the notes that I was just taking and I really have to you know, un- unhinge my brain from that last meeting and jump straight into the next one. That is a really tough thing for me to do. Both of them feel like they are left open. So if I have a way to be able to give a little bit of a buffer between those, um, you know, through through whatever means that is, that can be hugely helpful if I can help to or I can work to control some of that timing. The other approach on the you know temporary, uh, you know, deciding to eat something else is modifying the path. And for this, I remember a quote from my late great uncle, which was, there's more than one way to get to St. Paul, and today will go my way. And, you know, there are a few things in life that depend on one and only one specific path to get there. As a Minnesotan getting to the capital of the state of St. Paul, uh, uh, state, getting to the state capital, you know, there, there are many different ways to be able to get there. And sometimes taking some control over specifically which path that's going to be can, very, can be very helpful and can take a task or that thing you don't really want to do and make it just a little bit more enjoyable. I don't necessarily like having to get in the car and drive to an office or a customer site all the time, but if there is an opportunity to make that drive a little bit more enjoyable, perhaps uh, you know I'm a scenic route kind of a person for a lot of things, so I if I can do that and modify the path to bring just a little bit more enjoyment to it, hey, why would I have you know why would I otherwise make myself miserable by both doing a thing I don't want to do, you know, having to take that drive, and also going away that's not going to bring me any joy that's part of it. Uh, and that's something that can apply not only to driving, but to a variety of different tasks, both in personal and you know, professional life. When looking at eating something else, there's the more permanent options, outsourcing, does this task really have to be done by me? If, you know, just because it's my goal that I'm driving toward, are there things that I could be delegating to other people, even hiring somebody to be able to do those things on my behalf so I can focus in on the things where I'm good at it, I get more energy coming out of it? You know, do I really have to do the thing physically myself or could I outsource it? 
uh, you know, these are great for things where it doesn't involve your own personal, you know, expertise or creativity, but it is something that just has to get it done, get done. And if it is something that can be encapsulated and passed along to somebody else. The last item in eating something else permanently is changing your target. Did you actually stumble across something here that isn't the right target for you? Do you maybe even need to change your goal? Yeah, the caution here on this one is don't jump into this thought too quickly. Uh, you know, there's an importance that should be placed on grit, but also don't let your own discomfort about changing a goal result in something worse, which is just wasting your time continuing to pursue something you don't care about. Quick note while talking about these, these are the three foundations, you know, eating the elephant, eating the frog, and eating something else. They are not mutually exclusive. And in fact, how you use these together and having a sense of what combination to use in any given situation is a great skill to develop and practice. And with that, I think there's no more appropriate way to end this particular episode than by saying, I'm sailing. I sail. Ahoy! Thanks again for the continued feedback on the podcast. I'm really excited in doing this. It's felt like a very natural thing for me getting back behind the microphone here, and I hope you continue to listen. If you are liking the podcast, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend, uh, somebody you think may benefit from it. Uh, I really appreciate seeing the Listenership numbers continue to grow on this, and I hope to see that continues. So if you're willing to help me out with that, please do share it with a friend. And as always, you can leave a question or a comment. Uh, get in touch with me through mostlyproductive.com. Thanks again so much for listening, and have a great day.